I'm Adam Manis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. Today we're going to talk about the seven best weird instrument players. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, there, there, there had to have been a better way for us to phrase this. Yeah, we shouldn't have <laughs> taken more time to, to title this episode. What are you talking about? The seven best weird instrument players. Yeah, now we're not talking about weird people that play instruments. We're talking about people who play weird instruments. So how should we say that then? Uh, no, I, I guess this makes seven sense. Seven best players of weird instruments. Oh, that's better. The seven <laughs> best players. Why um, did we think of that? Okay. <laughs> Seven best players of weird instruments. That's better. So, but you get the gist of where we're going here, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. So these are, you know, maybe famous players, and occasionally they step into playing some crazy weird instruments. Yeah, uh, yeah, because I don't know if any of these are going to be their, that's their exclusive instrument, because that would be weird. That would be right? weird, yeah. <laughs> then they're just weird people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which, now that I'm looking at this list, about half of them are. <laughs> um, no, okay, so we're going to start with Steve Chirray. Um, and he is, you know, of course, an amazing trombonist for years. I first heard Steve Chirray, uh in like the early 80s, mid 80s um, in New York at the Village Vanguard. I'll never forget this gig with Woody Shaw, mm. uh, who we should have mentioned yesterday in our trumpet uh, episode. But we said we, so we left many, plenty yeah. off. Uh, Steve Chirray was with Woody Shaw and um, great trombonist. And I remember he came in after a trombone solo, Woody solo, and then he came back with something else in his mouth that was not a trombone. It was a giant seashell. That's odd. It was odd. Well, <laughs> or weird. Oh, maybe we should change the seven best players of odd instruments. There you go. Oh, this is a work in progress. <laughs> Sorry. Whatever, whatever you see this title as, just know <laughs> yeah. that that's what we eventually <laughs> exactly. landed on. Yeah. We, we learned. It takes us a while. That's right. Yeah, so it was odd, but it, it sounded really good. I mean, it was... They worked it into the thing. Mulgrew Miller was playing, playing piano, and I mean, I couldn't imagine it being pulled off any better. I know he's done it quite a bit over the years, and and really, you know, gets different sizes and stuff, and knows how to how to use them. So, way to go, Steve. That's awesome. Well, my my first one, my number two, is an album of Hank, Hank Jones playing the electric harpsichord with Oliver Nelson. Uh, this is an album called Happenings. And it sounds exactly how you think it's going to sound. <laughs> it's it's all like kind of mid-60s, groovy, kind of, you know. Dun, yeah. dun, 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 <laughs> right, dun, right. But actually, Hank Jones is killing on this electric harpsichord. Does it sound electric or does it just sound like a loud No, no. I mean, it sounds like that monkey's electric harpsichord vibe. Oh, you right, know, the right, Partridge right. Family electric harpsichord right. vibe. But it's Hank Jones playing it. It sounds great. Yeah. Um, but it's a very strange thing to hear. <laughs> and he's such a great player and does such cool stuff on it that I think it's actually worth checking out. Hank Jones is so great. I could, I'd love him even if he was playing the electric harpsichord, which he apparently was. <laughs> here, are some, here are some titles of songs from the album <laughs> Happenings that I think will tell you exactly how it sounds. Boardwalk Samba. You know how that's going to sound. Lullaby of Jazzland. Cul-de-sac. Ooh. That was like a new concept in 65. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go to the suburbs for your cul-de-sac. Yeah, and fugue tune. You know, they kind of <laughs> put a classical spin on that one. A little fusion. That's right. Pre-fusion. Prusion. Uh, good. Okay, so number three, I'm going to go with Bobby Hutcherson playing the marimba. Now, we're not going to call the vibes a weird or odd instrument <laughs> because, I mean, it's, it is odd, but it's, it's not that unusual, and it's certainly a primary instrument. Maybe we should, this should be seven best players of secondary instruments. See, we got a lot of different no, titles. Man, well, we can get way into that. <laughs> um, but Bobby Hutcherson played the marimba. Uh, I don't know how much he did. I mean, he did it, I think, throughout his career, but I remember seeing him do it 
a lot of okay a lot of these stories are about the village vanguard i'm thinking about that uh kind of mid 90s where he had the vibes lined up and the marimba and he would play them both sometimes i mean he'd go back and forth but sometimes he would depending on where the solo was going jump between them and it seems like it would be such a novelty and a gimmick but it wasn't it was the most incredible musical experience i mean and the the timbre would change and it was just so appropriate and amazing i'll never forget it. it's some of the greatest music i've ever heard in my it's life awesome. it's such yeah. a cool sound it's a beautiful sound it is yeah. yeah now all night just that i don't know maybe the vibes is a little more suited in terms of mallet thing but if you know how to do it like he did it's like it's switching between a piano and a fender Rhodes, right that's right exactly um so i'm gonna go next i'm gonna go with uh something that's near and dear to my heart and that's jonathan batiste playing the melodica and that's because i often play a melodica especially in my band the 442s I play melodica all the time um, because sometimes the piano is a little too thick yep. for all the string instruments, so I find that it kind of fits in there with it. And this is really fun. You, you know? don't think that instrument sucks a little bit? Yeah, it sucks a little bit, sure, <laughs> yeah. But uh, it, it is really, it is really a, a, fun, a fun thing to play. Yeah. So I, I understand uh, Jay Bat's uh, uh, affinity more, for more it. To play it. Yeah, yeah exactly. and I mean, he's, he's really, you know... He's taken one of the best elements, and I've seen you do this too, and that you can physically move around a la the dookie stick with George Duke, you know, <laughs> right. um, that you can use, get some little bit of mobility going on. And I mean, Jonathan coming from New Orleans and with his band, he loves getting almost like a street parade kind of vibe on some of his gigs. And that's a cool thing you can do with that instrument. That's true. Yep. Um, so I'm going to go now with uh, one that I actually have. I remember hearing the record, but I forgot what it was. And we do very little research on the Ural Hero podcast. Yeah, sure. But that's Ron Carter playing the cello. I've and heard I think this. He, he's actually did it. I saw him do it live one time at uh, Sweet Basil's years ago at, in not the Village Vanguard. Yeah. Um, and he was an amazingly accomplished cellist. And he had a bass player playing with him. So I know he, he'll go over. But I, th I think he also did some kind of like soprano bass thing or, or some kind of uh, piccolo bass maybe it was oh cool but he also definitely did cello could and play his the cello, cello was tuned in fifths right it wasn't tuned like a bass I don't know I wasn't that adept it has to be yeah you would think so yeah it would sound super weird if it wasn't wow yeah. it sounded super weird actually <laughs> <laughs> you know well, it was just on you I mean it was just kind of shocking because you see Ron Carter you think yeah. about those bass lines I'm you know? surprised there maybe we should do you know if we do another episode like this we should do classical instruments on jazz recordings because you don't really hear a lot of jazz cello yep. i was thinking i've actually saw this video on youtube randomly the other day of this uh player in europe who was like burning jazz musician that plays the french horn yeah and i was like that is such a cool sound why don't you hear that it must be super hard to do that's all I can think. <laughs> right, but, right. Uh, anyway that's kind of interesting thing. actually i'm just looking here now the um he did some cello on Nope, sorry, that was a different record. And I, <laughs> I don't want to give it away till the next one. Uh, we're so well, I, I guess I could jump to the next one, even though it's not my turn. That was going to be M McCoy Tyner on harpsichord. Go ahead. And so that, I remember, I was like, yeah, I know Ron was on there, but he's not doing cello. But, but McCoy played harpsichord, and I think he played Chileste. Is it Chileste or Chilesta? Yeah, Chilesta. As well, and piano on Trident. And Trident's a great record. It yeah. is not like a gimmick thing. And, you know, you would think that McCoy Tyner would just, like, bruise up I mean, you wouldn't want to pull like a, a dainty old Baroque harpsichord out. It's going to need to have a little bit of strength from McCoy, but he's going at it. Well, since you just mentioned the Celesta, I'm going to call an audible here, and I'm going to throw what? a bonus. Okay. Uh, this will be like uh, number 6.5. What? And this is Thelonious Monk on the Celesta. That's one of my favorite oh, right, auxiliary. Right, right, right. Uh, 
I mean, because <laughs> he's so childlike in his approach and like, yeah. his, you know, and so you add the celesta, which is, if you don't know what celesta is, it's the dance of the sugar plum fairies instrument. It's the Harry Potter instrument. It's a keyboard instrument that is uh, basically a keyboard glockenspiel. Like yeah. it's, it's orchestra bells that you. And it's have, got to have hammers that hit. It has the, hammers yeah. that hit these, these tone bars, these metal tone bars. Beautiful instrument. And so Monk, um, what is it? Uh, I think it's Brilliant Corners. He does a uh, Ruby My Dear solo piano with the Celesta. It's just gorgeous. The way. Yeah. But he still, it still sounds like Monk, which is so it interesting. Does. You know? I know. Yeah, his voicings and everything, he, mm. he fits them on there. Um, so I guess we're up to number seven. That's right. And so we talked about this one. We wanted to go a little bit, <laughs> a different kind of weird. This is Mike Brecker, Michael Brecker, the great Michael Brecker. <laughs> Uh, on the Iwi. Yeah, I like that, actually. I love it. Yeah. And actually, it's not that weird, but the name is weird. So the we Iwi had to is, It is weird, though. The Iwi is weird. <laughs> well, it's a little weird. It looks weird. It doesn't sound... It sounds great. It sounds good, but it sounds weird. It does sound weird. <laughs> but it really... The name is weird, though. Iwi. It's like Iwi. <laughs> I actually love it, man. There's a great uh, saxophonist who's in Kansas City named Matt Otto, who has, he comes over here to St. Louis and, and we'll, we'll hang out and, and sit in on some stuff. And he plays an Iwi occasionally and he, like, he, can, he can do the bass on it oh. and he, like, he really makes that thing sing. It's a fun thing to play with. It's a MIDI controller yeah, as well. Yeah, it's basically right? just like a wind, I mean, it's an electronic wind instrument. It's, right, right. It's Iwi. And I mean, Bob Mincer, I love the way yeah, he plays yeah, it. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. Did Branford ever do one with, when he was with? I think he did with Sting yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. I remember seeing him with one. Yeah, it's yeah. a... It's a different kind of thing. I mean, but you know, it's the same kind of like if you're a great saxophone player. I mean, look, Mike Brecker yeah. was amazing. Yeah, he and, make anything and, sound great. You know, you could yeah. kind of stick a recorder in his hands; it probably would have been pretty good. That would be a weird instrument. That would be a weird instrument. I'm sure it's been done. You know what? I was. I don't want to toot my own horn, but often at the end of these lists, we do. I somehow throw myself onto them. Mm. Maybe I'll go number eight, Peter Martin on the recorder. Back in the day, I was kind of known as. Uh, I, I mean, my chops are still up too. Come on, you. No, can't. I'm serious. I can play that bad boy in tune. My fingerings are really good. I'm I'm pretty good. Really? Yeah. All right. That's yeah. the next episode of you'll hear it. <laughs> Seven minutes of Peter Martin playing the recorder. Hello. <laughs> well, All right. Come back c- tomorrow, and <laughs> you hopefully won't hear that. Thanks for listening to this episode of the You'll Hear It podcast. You can go to youllhearit.com to get more information, submit a question, or just say hello. Wait, you can do that? Absolutely. All right. And if you like what you heard, please leave a review and a rating below. Thanks. Thanks.